Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and sign up for our newsletter at cruiseradio.net. To smuggle or not to smuggle? That is the question Paul Motter tackles in his article, How to Smuggle Booze onto a Cruise Ship found at cruisemates.com. He'll join us later in the show. But first, Stuart the Cruise Guy is broadcasting from Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas right now from the Southern Caribbean. Stuart, thanks for linking up with us from the middle of the ocean. Oh, I'm just glad to be here. Where exactly is the ship right now, Stuart? Ship right now, we were in uh, Labadee, Haiti today. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really a very nice day. And it was the first time I'd been here in probably six years. And we're uh, sailing toward uh, this made-up town called Costa Maya, Mexico. How is everything post-earthquake, and is Royal Caribbean still bringing uh, pallets of supplies? Uh, as far as the supplies, uh, I am unsure of uh, what they're doing, but uh, they do uh, pr- provide each passenger the night before we arrived with a letter explaining Royal Caribbean's position, what they're doing, and ways that each of the passengers can help, and also essentially adv- advising that you know we are... 90 miles to the north of uh, Port-au-Prince and uh, the different ways that each passenger can make an impact uh, on their very own. A lot of people did make uh, donations and the people around the, I mean, there must have been four to 500 uh, Haitian uh, you know, men and women that were uh, manning various jobs and they were all very, very happy to have work. Very cool. I understand the ship's at capacity right now. Yeah, this uh, ship is, I think this is the seventh straight week of uh, sold out sailing. How is it and, getting around? Uh, when we when we when we all got together, and you know, when my, my first impressions back in November, you know, I was concerned of these areas of mass congestion, mm-hmm. AMCs, you know, lines. I could tell you the only lines that uh, I've been in in the last two days uh, have been for towels. Okay, Stuart, specifically, how was embarkation? Well, I mean, we we just started the cruise in Fort Lauderdale. And you know, getting on the ship in that brand new uh, 240,000 square foot terminal was a breeze. The big question was, what was it like, you know, getting on a ship with 6,000 people when everybody's getting on and off at similar times while in a foreign port of call? Yeah. And I could tell you, if if Labadee was an example of how it how it operates, uh, it was a piece of cake. I mean, they had huge gangways. I mean, they had a similar situation like when you go to the airport and you're going through the TSA check-in, they had this wide-open expanse, and they could easily accommodate anyone. There was no lines, no waiting, getting on or off the ship, which was really a pleasure. So you're in the Southern Caribbean right now. Is the oil spill affecting any of the cruise itineraries out there uh, in the Gulf of Mexico? Well, the good news this time of year, uh, it would only be uh, Carnival. NCL is actually in Alaska, so it's just really Carnival. That's uh, sailing up and down the uh, the mighty Mississippi mm-hmm. uh, or Galveston, Texas, and as of right now, none of the itineraries uh, have been uh, impacted, uh, which is good news. And just hopefully, the you know, the oil will stay uh, offshore. Speaking of NCL, what did they put out last week in regards to their best price guarantee? Well, the details is uh, it's worthless. It's worthless yeah. in the sense that it only protects you within 48 hours of you making the reservation and placing a deposit. If you're, let's say, you've made final payment and you're a month and a half out and they drop the price $600 per person, you're not protected. Not a good move on their part. Uh, that really, you know, before they kind of had a, uh, a loosey-goosey uh, type of 
of a guarantee where it was really uh, on a case-by-case basis. If uh, you, you know you caught it and you said something, typically what they would do is offer you a an upgrade. Right now, it's, it's a question of whether they're going to continue offering you the upgrade. But uh, essentially, you know, their guarantee is completely unlike Carnival or Royal Caribbean that will price protect you. And in the example I gave, you know, if the price went down $600 per person, that's 1,200 reasons I'd be pretty upset with them, uh, you know, without, uh, you know, giving, I mean, yeah. you know, whatever upgrade is not going to make up for $1,200. We know you're with your family and we don't want to keep you any more than we have to, but we must get hot deals from you later in the shows. All right. You got it. about your cruise experience, good or bad, and you could be on the show. Call 1-866-874-7957 or email comments at cruiseradio.net. The editor-in-chief of CruiseMates.com, Mr. Paul Motter. Welcome back to Cruise Radio. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm enjoying your article here at CruiseMates.com, How to Smuggle Booze onto a Cruise Ship. It's always been taboo and a big no-no, but yet people do it anyway. That's right, they do. So what are the facts? Okay, well, first of all, let's go back to the beginning, to why I wanted to even address this topic in an article on CruiseMates. Yeah. Because we don't normally write articles that have to do with breaking the rules for (laughs) cruise lines. (laughs) Right. But... At the same time, it is the most asked question any cruise person ever gets. And we're pretty sure it's mostly first-time cruisers who don't actually know the rules about bringing alcohol on ships. And so there are various rules depending on which cruise line you're talking about. Some cruise lines do allow you to bring two bottles of wine on a ship, and other cruise lines will confiscate any alcohol you try to bring on at all. Right, and if, you, if they do catch you, they actually do put it to the side and let you pick it up after the cruise, right? For the most part, they do, yes. They'll tell you you can pick it up afterwards, especially if, if somebody has a really good excuse for having the alcohol in their suitcase. Right. Like, I heard a great excuse from a guy who said, oh, we were just in Mexico shopping and we picked it up and we didn't realize we couldn't bring it on the cruise. i got to be certain the cruise security has heard and seen everything, though. We're not talking about anything that hasn't already been tried. There are no secrets here. So is there any foolproof way to get booze on a cruise ship? Yeah, you can buy it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) On the ship. We don't want to do such a thing, Paul. People obviously want to save as much money as they can. So what we did in our article on how to smuggle booze onto a ship is we wrote about various plastic bags that you can use, that you can put into your suitcase. Now, the first thing you want to avoid is metal, any kind of a metal cap or anything that's going to have a specific shape. Trigger the x-ray to go off, right? Right, that's right. They use x-ray machines just like the airlines do. So don't wrap it in aluminum foil. Yeah, don't wrap it in aluminum foil or don't use a typical flask like a person might have. Because some people actually might think that that would actually help because it would hide whatever you had in the aluminum foil. There is some validity to that. There's a great, we ran into a great little thing called the diary, which is a a hollowed out book with a lock on it. It says my diary. And inside you can actually put a glass bottle and it won't show up on an x-ray as a glass bottle because it's inside of a book. And it's locked, therefore looking like a diary and no person's going to open a person's (laughs) personal diary. 
So we kind of like that. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm reminded of the movie Blow, starring Johnny Depp, where they were smuggling marijuana into the country. But Johnny Depp has a suitcase with secret compartments where the marijuana is stashed. But inside the actual suitcase is women's underwear, which really threw the security guy off, and he didn't even want to pursue anything further. So I guess my suggestion is carry women's underwear. That's yeah. just ridiculous. Uh, Paul, <laughs> what do you know about these, uh, these rum runner flasks? Well, that is the brand name that appears to be the most popular plastic bag that people use mm-hmm. to, to smuggle alcohol on board. I've never seen one myself, but I've seen pictures, and they do look pretty effective. Well, a friend of mine had uh, uh, taken Fiji water bottles and replaced the water with rum and uh, vodka, clear, clear alcohols, clear liquors, mm-hmm. and that seemed to work perfectly. Right. Or you can take a mouthwash bottle and put in a few drops of food coloring. Right. But the only problem with that is it's not a sealed bottle. And so there's nothing stopping the security guy, if he sees it, from opening it up and smelling it. All right, Doug, new business venture. We need to sell mouthwash bottles filled with liquor online. You in? Absolutely not. But there's another question there. How much mouthwash does a person actually need <laughs> right? on a seven-day cruise? So along with the ladies' underwear, right. you need to have really bad breath. Well, you can find the article at cruisemates.com, how to smuggle booze onto a cruise ship, not necessarily condoning it, but just uh, how, do, how do you say, Paul? Uh, we want you to have all the facts. Right. Paul Motter, as always, a great pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Cruise Radio will return after these brief words. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cosmo. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise one. Yeah. Cruise one. Cruise one has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-Cruise and the number one. That's 1-800-Cruise One. Or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in Here's the latest from the Cruise News Lounge. A crewman from NCL's Pride of America fell overboard and was quickly picked up by crew members in a rescue boat. It happened yesterday morning about 13 hours after the cruise ship left Honolulu Harbor. The Coast Guard was notified and classified the incident as a self-rescue. No other details were available, including the condition of the crewman. Cruise companies are monitoring the oil spill closely in case there's a need to change the courses of ships in the Gulf of Mexico. Carnival's Triumph arrived in New Orleans Saturday morning, disembarked its passengers, and took on a new group before sailing out that evening without problems. Carnival's Fantasy was scheduled to sail out from Mobile, Alabama on Monday. Norwegian Cruise Line said there were no ships scheduled to leave New Orleans until the fall. And that's your cruise news. For more, go to cruiseradio.net. You're listening to Cruise Radio, the fastest-growing cruise talk radio show in the nation. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. And now back to Cruise Radio with your hosts, Matt Basford and Doug Parker. 
Doug, I came across this not too long ago. MSN.com had a great article, World's Cheapest Destinations, one of those being India. For example, it says uh, that you can actually get a beer for about $1.25, a budget hotel room for $10 or less, a meal, $2, and a cup of tea, literally pennies. So uh, aside from that, there's incredible scenery, rich history, and culture, and a, a wide variety of attractions. But India is their top recommendation for traveling cheap. Another one is Laos. It's in Southeast Asia. You can travel comfortably there for like $35 a day. A beer costs only like $0.85. Cents. Love it. Lodging, $3 a room with a shared bathroom or $8 for a typical hotel room. Uh, and you could get handmade silk wall hangings there, like artwork, for as little as $5. Yeah, I've heard it's really pretty, too. This very, very lush forest and uh, historic temples and uh, waterfalls and, and stuff like that. Another one is one of the popular cruise destinations, actually, Honduras. I know the Isla Roatan is a popular stop on, for Carnival and other cruise lines. But there's awesome scuba diving or snorkeling because it's a part of one of the world's largest reefs. I think it's second to the Great Barrier Reef off the coast of Australia. But uh, a beer for like a dollar or less, uh, 50 cents will gift you a decent uh, meal. And again, just beautiful waters. I was surprised about Indonesia. Uh, I read about it in history books growing up. But $1.65 for a beer there. Also, uh, you can eat for pennies a day. Yeah. Which is very cool. Of course, it's like rice that's actually grown there in uh, Indonesia. Also, uh, like a seafood dinner and a beer and a drink, $10. Yeah. Uh, another cool thing about Indonesia is it's made up of more than 17,000 islands, so you'll get to see a, a big part of that, too, while you're there. I'm seeing a common theme here. We're, we're only focused on how much the beer costs. I know, right? <laughs> Very important. Nepal is another one. Incredible history, of course. Uh, and the beer, yes. Uh, $2.14 for a beer. A little, little higher, but uh, budget accommodations for less than $5, and the same amount will feed you for a day. You can get some great tours for about $7, or if you do those higher elevation tours, as little as $25 a day. And you know, Europe is not usually a cheap place to go, but Poland in Europe looks pretty affordable here. They say you can get a beer there for as little as a dollar, uh, a burger around $3, cup of coffee three fifty. dollars uh, Traveling there will likely uh, rise before long, so if you want to go, you may want to go this summer or whatnot. Yeah, I would have never have thought to go there, but it looks, it looks really cool, it really does. beautiful. You can find out more and read the full article on our website. Just look for the world's cheapest destinations at cruiseradio.net. Show questions or comments? We'd love to hear from you at 866-874-7957. So each week you hear our big, deep-voiced announcer guy, Craiger Williams, at the beginning of the show. Well, he's here with us in the studio now to talk about his most recent cruise aboard the Carnival Liberty. Hi, welcome to Cruise Radio, Craiger. Thank you, guys. It's, a, it's great to be on the show, at the actual show itself, <laughs> instead you, of just uh, you know, doing announcer that's stuff. That's right, the recorded version of Craiger. Yes. So where did you go? Uh, it was just a short, uh, you know, cruise experience, four day, three night uh, to the Bahamas. Yeah, but it was absolutely wonderful. You were telling us earlier how impressed you were with the inside of the ship. What blows me away is I, I've rarely been inside real buildings that are <laughs> as magnificent right. as the you know the spiral staircase that goes down into the lobby. It's just. What? Yeah, the carnival ships are very, very ornate. And you went to the Bahamas out of Port Everglades and Fort Lauderdale. How was the embarkation process? Um, a lot smoother than I had remembered it being. Uh, this one was quick. It was easy. A lot of people, but it, it 
went right through. Was this your third Carnival Cruise or first Carnival Cruise? This was my absolute first Carnival Cruise. Okay, so people, it's 50 of one and 50 of the other. What did you think of the room sizes for Carnival? To be honest with you, I thought it was a little bit bigger than than what I had expected. What did you think of the food on board? Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, I know people go on cruises for lots of different reasons. They look at it as the floating resorts and the ports of call. I mean, guys, I'm a foodie, and Mm -hmm. this was... The biggest question that my wife and I had the, during the entire cruise, how do they do it? I mean, it's just, I can't believe that they're making money. I mean, I know they are, but... Did you catch any of the onboard entertainment? Yes. And uh, the the theater uh, where they, you know, would do the, the live yeah. Unbelievable. Very Unbelievable. Cool. And the disembarkation process? Very fast. Much faster than uh, the embarkation. That's did you find that they kind of shoved you off the ship, or did you get off at your own time, leisurely? It was maybe a little of both. I mean, uh-huh. I, I didn't feel shoved or rushed. Uh, you certainly knew that, you know, hey, you know, there's another, uh, you know, they got to yeah. prep the ship for something else. But before I knew it, we were back in the parking lot in our car. My personal opinion on Carnival is they rush you because I was on Norwegian uh, out of Miami last week, Norwegian Sky, and we stayed on the ship until 10.15. There was no rush for you to get off the ship. You had to be out of your stateroom by 9 o'clock, but that's about it. But I always feel, I've, I've been on, um, like, I think 11 or 12 Carnival Cruises, and, like, they're pushing me out the door, but, you know. All right, Craig or Williams, thank you so much for being with us here at Cruise Radio. Take us out live. You All got right. it, man. Yeah. You're listening to Cruise Radio with Matt and Doug. Stuart, the Cruise Guy, is back with us with Hot Deals. What you got? Let's talk about a hot deal aboard the largest cruise ship in the world, Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas, which I got to tell you, hands down, is really the ship to be reckoned with. I mean, it really offers a fabulous experience and is well worth the money. And with all the people on board from all over the country, believe me, everyone really has nothing negative to say. It really is worthwhile. And coming up, there are still some prices going into June and July where they've got, I found some pricing, not much, guys, but uh, yeah. there is some pricing from about ten ninety nine to start, and it does shoot up once you get to the latter part of June, um, where people are going to be winding up spending about $2,000 a person. Wow. So if you're thinking about Oasis this summer, book now, but also keep in mind that the sister, you know, her older sister, Liberty, the seas out of Miami, is still doing seven night Eastern and Western Caribbean, and she will be a, uh, a discount uh, off of what Oasis is. Anything else? If you're looking for one of the best cruise lines in the world, Seaborn has some great deals in Europe this summer where they're offering seven-night Mediterranean cruises departing out of Venice, Rome, and Istanbul. And they're offering it on their entire 2010 European season where their prices were starting from $7,200 a person. They're now starting at just $24.99 per person with low-air add-ons. But uh, you have to book quick because, uh, you know, they'll be uh, uh, changing their, their promotion over the next few months. But uh, twenty four ninety nine is is a great deal on board one of the very best cruise lines in the world. And that does include their brand-new Seaborne Odyssey, which is their 32,000-ton ship that only holds 450 people. All right, Stuart, thanks for all that. Oh, it's a pleasure. Stuart Shearer on The Cruise Guy will be back with us next week to share his experience aboard Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas. And I understand this is their first Western Caribbean itinerary ever. Yeah, that's right. You can find Stuart at CruiseGuy.com or follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and sign up for our newsletter at CruiseRadio.net. A big thank you, too, for Stuart Shearer 
calling in via satellite from the Southern Caribbean aboard the Oasis of the Seas. Also, uh, thank you to Paul Motter of CruiseMates.com for calling in. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cosmo? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise one. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. 